there was Sarah Duff. Is that how you say it? Or like, I always get confused because there's so many Sarahs out there. There was- <gasps> there's not. There's only me. What are you talking about? <laughs> I am the only. I am the only Sarah in the world. <laughs> Sarah with an it's with an H, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah, all right. So, like, introduce yourself to the people out there because you know. Who are you? Uh, who You're like am I? a real shadow right now. Like, yeah, this is a very good question. Who am I? So obviously my name is Sarah with a H, Duff. Um, I am from the UK, uh, from a little place called Hull, which is in the north of England, but I now live in London. Um, I am a, an online coach. I am a um, lifestyle and nutrition um, is what I teach people. Um, I'm also a one-on-one coach. So I teach uh, strength training um, on a one-on-one basis. Um, I used to be cabin crew or flight attendant, as you guys call it in the States. Uh, for 14 years, I did that. Um, so I have seen some very random parts of the world, um, and that's it. I'm not really, I'm not really anyone special. I'm just a, a girl that's in the world trying to pave her way like everybody, everybody else, um, and hopefully help a few people out um, along the way. Mm, yeah, yeah, but I still think you're special. Though I don't know why people like it's like. <laughs> I'm not special, you know. I'm like, well, like I might be special. <laughs> you're very special. You're very different. Like, like most people would say, um, I'm just gonna say, a flight attendant. I've been flight attendant for 14 years. Like, what, what made you kind of make that? It seems like a random switch to me. Or was it fitness always a part of your life? So, fitness. So I say I. So my first kind of uh, getting into fitness was when I was in my young teens and I started doing, this is going to show my age now, I got into doing the Cindy Crawford um, workout videos in my dad's living room. Um, I then decided decided that I wanted to be, because Baywatch was very big at the time, so I decided that I wanted to become a, a Californian lifeguard. Not just any lifeguard. I wanted to be a Californian lifeguard. So I got really into kind of, you know, doing training and all that kind of stuff then. But just doing cardio and aerobics because that's what was massive at the, at the time. Um, and then I probably, I went to university um, and I would say I wasn't really massively into fitness then. I found more the partying lifestyle, which I suppose is kind of what, <laughs> what university, well, in England anyway, is what university is all about. Um, and then when I left uni, I went into the airlines um, and kind of got back into doing the fitness. But again, it was still all very much um, cardio, aerobics, all that kind of jazz. Um, and the cabin crew thing or flight attendant thing was only supposed to be something that I did for a brief time just to get a bit of life experience while I decided what I wanted to do. And then 14 years later, I was still, I was still going. Um, and I would say probably about eight years ago um, is when I discovered weight training and I did my first ever weight session in a gym in Nairobi of all places. Um, and I kind of instantly fell in love with strength training. Um, so I stopped cause I'd just been doing 
running and all that kind of stuff um, throughout the time that I'd been flying um, and yeah fell in love with strength training um, and then decided I'd had enough of the airline industry um, and I decided that well I kind of had really fallen in love with the whole fitness thing um, and I love helping people so the natural choice was to retrain as a personal trainer um, and leave the leave the great skies um, and launch myself as a well personal trainer to begin with but I've kind of evolved in that I now it's not just about the exercise it's all about the the mindset and the nutrition um, and the whole kind of package rather than just focusing on the physical side of it mm-hmm, yeah I think mindset's such a huge part of oh my god especially like, if you do any type of competition like it's anxiety and all that stuff so I think mindset is like like it's not something people teach especially in fitness so it's like kind of like the dark horse you would say you know yeah completely I think you it's kind of people don't realize their own mindsets or how they think about themselves until somebody I think starts to say to them um you know well, why why do you think that you behaved like that, or what what do you think's happening? And when you actually get people speaking about stuff, it's quite interesting that they can start to they can identify in themselves their habits, but it's just that they've never actually been made to say them out loud. I'm working with a I'm working with an online um, client at the minute, and she she knows everything that she does and when we've gone back over kind of her years and years of of history it's stuff that's been going on for for years but she's never actually said it out loud until she started working with me so we're now now that she's saying things out loud she's kind of starting to think right well now I can start tackling them because I've been really honest about what's been what's been going on so yeah mindset is absolutely huge Mm-hmm. So what do you do exactly? Do you do like visualization? Do you do like what type of mindset? Like how do you get someone? I mean, of course. So, yeah. So when you, so say if you, I'm trying to think what the conversation was that I had with her. Um, so she's somebody that is, you know, she's one of these that will say, oh, I like there's something there's definitely something um wrong with me that's why I'm I'm not losing losing weight and I've you know I've been doing this and I've been doing that and and nothing's been happening so then we'll kind of like I'll just say to her right okay well let's go back over the over the week and as we start to kind of unpick things so she'll say right well you know over this week um I didn't she'll say I ate really well but then you'll speak to her more and then she'll be like but I did on this night do this or this or I had I had a glass of wine or I went out for tea and I had a glass of wine and I don't know a slice of a slice of cake um and it's like she's almost been in denial about all of this stuff kind of over the over the years because it's not something that's just started happening since she started working with me it's something that she's been doing for doing for years so it's just it's just me kind of getting people to admit their own habits really there's nothing kind of I don't do anything particularly magic it's just listening to people and letting them really open up about what's been going on but isn't that the magic that's what I was yeah well maybe 
maybe. The, the fact also, that you can intervene, kind of be a guide or whatever you want to call yourself, coach. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to, I can't do things for people. So I, I, I try not to say to people, I try and not identify what they're doing for them. So within a conversation, I'll always try and get them to identify their own their own things that they've been doing rather than me just saying to them, well, I think you've been doing this, that and the other because that's that's not what it's about. They're not going to learn from me just telling them. They need to be able to sit and think, oh, yeah, okay, I can kind of see that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, I don't know, I always think like you're not just like a, a fitness or, you know, just a coach. You're like a, you're like a therapist. You're like a, you know, psychologist. Like you're, you're everything. Like it's not, I feel like, like you do everything. It's not just about, you know, giving people, you know, how, you know, tracking their macros, helping them figure that off the other yeah. stuff, nutrition out. You're like this whole thing. Like, it's not, it's not like you can't just be good at nutrition. You got to be good at like understanding people talking to them and all this other stuff. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred percent. And actually the kind of the black and well, it's not black and white because nothing in, nothing in life is black and white, but the actual kind of giving somebody exercises or giving somebody a, a nutrition protocol, that's the easy bit. It's the, well, how are you now going to get them to take what you've given them and use it? And if they're not doing that, then what is it that's, that's standing, standing in their way? And I think, I think, um, I think a lot of people are just not able to, they have like a block or they just can't execute something. So as a coach, it's up to me to kind of say, well, let's really kind of identify what it is that's stopping you doing it, especially in the beginning when, when you know what you've given somebody. It's like, say somebody hasn't exercised for ages, you know what they've given somebody. You know, I know that I've given somebody like the simplest, like stretching three times a week, for example, and still not some somebody still isn't managing to even work that into their life. And it's not because it's too hard and it's not because it's taking up too much time. It's because there's something more underlying going on. And then that's that's where we have to really start saying, Well, what is it? Why why can you not? It's ten minutes three times a week. So there's 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 quite often a lot of work that has to go on. Like so some of my clients the girl I was talking about, she's not even she's not even going to the gym yet. I've literally got her, we're just trying to get her to get into stretching and drinking water at the minute. So we've kind of gone right the way back to right the way back to basics. Yeah, that's I don't yeah, because I think you always have to kind of start slow. Yeah, completely. <laughs> like if you take But I'm also one of those people like for me, I think drastic changes are the best because but that's just my mindset because, like, I, if if you tell me just to change things a little, I get all antsy and anxious. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, we can't do that. We got to go from zero to a hundred really quick, okay? So if something, you know, I like, I like, you know, people start off training really easy, and they, you know, say you Ramp run, the- <clears throat> yeah, run two times a week or one time a week. I'm like two, three, you know. For me, it's just like two, four, five, seven. <laughs> Like it's not, it's not, and I'm not talking about like, I'm like, I have trouble pacing myself with that. So it's always like, you know, I think it's individual that that I think the hardest part is like finding the individual person's kind of thing. Cause some people just need, need to have the switch turned all the way. Some people need it very slow, very slow, but, um, but I, it's interesting. 
everyone's got a kind of dial. So, and I try and get people to think about, um, it was actually a precision nutrition thing, that the dial is, you never want the dial to be totally off. So say like if you're on a, on a kind of exercise plan or nutrition plan, don't think of it as either off or on. You need to think of it this kind of moving dial so that at some points in life, like if you've got other stresses or like other stuff going on, you can take the dial from where it is and you can just turn it down a little bit, not off, just down a little bit. And then it kind of seems to alleviate these feelings of guilt or failure because you know that you're still doing something even though it's not where you were, but you're still still managing to keep the dial on, if that makes sense. So um, with that particular client, that's worked very, that seems to be kind of something that is a concept that she's grasping in her, in her head. So she may not have been doing the stretching, but she has been managing to drink the water. So that's what we're focusing on, the fact that she's managed to, she's managed to do that. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think it's focusing on like the good aspects that yeah. have been accomplished. Um, it's so it's so it's so interesting. I don't know. Um, what is kind of your nutritional philosophy? This is like a question I ask almost every person who does, you know, personal training or nutrition or whatever. My nutritional philosophy is so I'm not a believer in cutting anything out. <clears throat> um, I'm all about the balance. So you can you can include anything you want in your diet in the right quantities. Um, people's eating styles very much vary. And if somebody wants to do something like, I don't know, keto is all the rage at the minute. I If somebody loves doing that and they come to me, I'm not going to then be like, well, no, you can't, you can't do that because it's a very individual thing. And, you know, we're, we're all we're all human beings and we're very capable of making our own decisions. But I try and encourage the kind of um, flexible, so 80, 20, 90, 10, whatever, whatever you want to, whatever percentage you want to put on it. But, you know, majority of the time you eat nutrient-dense foods and then this little kind of section of your life, if you've got something like a special occasion or you just feel like having a, I don't know, a pizza or a, a couple of glasses of wine or whatever, then just, just factor it into the overall context of your diet and you'll be absolutely fine and fine and dandy I just I find with people that if you if you take things to extremes that there's always there generally is a bank a bounce back and not a particularly great one really I mean I get so many messages from people who have are in these cycles of uh binge binge eating and you know and whenever you speak to them nine times out of 10, they've gone in and they've done some kind of extreme, extreme diet. And this is their body's way of saying, hey, I don't like this. I'm now going to, you know, send out signals so that you you end up going on a binge. So yeah, that's my philosophy. Balance, balance all the way. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think, I think that's a new, you know, balance all the way. I think that's, that's a good one. <laughs> Be my tagline, balance all the way. Yes, everyone gives me the keto thing, and then some people give me the flexible dieting, uh, which I I think is a good one as well. And then there's that, what is that really strange one? Not paleo, 
what was it? I don't know. Someone told me about it. Intuitive. I've never heard of this, but oh, intuitive. No, so intuitive eating mm-hmm. is so with my clients. I like everyone. Well, client dependent, but majority of my clients, I like them to go through a phase of when they're ready of tracking food, so tracking their intake, because then they can they learn about what's in food, all quantities, calories, all that kind of stuff. But my main aim is that at some point that client will get to not really needing to track, well, at least not all of the time, so that they can start just eating intuitively and they know enough to be able to do that confidently and still be able to eat for, eat for their goals because nobody wants to go through life tracking forever because it's you know it is a bit of a ball ache um and then if you're intuitively eating and you start to feel like um you want to I don't know your girls change or you feel like you've kind of lost your way a little bit with it you just do like a diet audit so you just then track again for a couple of weeks to see where you're at and then reset your kind of goals you could just take out like I don't know if you've been having a subway sandwich or something and you're wanting to lose a little bit of like um reduce your calories down just take the subway the subway sandwich out it's pretty pretty easy so yeah intuitive eating if done properly, um, I think can work quite well. It's kind of how I eat. I, I eat myself now, so it's good. <clears throat> Intuitive. See, I see. I always there's so many out there. Like there's so many ideas of like how to eat, how not to eat. I mean, when I was a kid, it was uh, like you know, drink all your milk, drink all your you know, like it was like yeah, that food pyramid that I I remember that food pyramid. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like this and it had like the tears and what you're supposed to have. Which I found interesting. Um and like I followed that thing to the T. I was like, this is the best. You know? <laughs> this triangle is the best thing I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah, so, well it's just very appealing. So I also want to talk about your kind of posts on Instagram because they're very appealing to my eyes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh wait, there's information here. Um, so <laughs> I always wonder, like, you know, I look at, I just keep scrolling and I see thousands of these, you know, kind of information based pictures that you have. I'm like, like, how do you come up with all these ideas? Um, like, like how do you like, like how have you not gone over the same thing over and over? Kind of. Um. It's it's funny, kind of, because some some of the posts, some of the posts, I suppose they've all got a kind of underlying theme. So you know, fat loss or you know, good eating. I don't know. It's strange. So you kind of, I get inspiration at the weirdest of times. I take inspiration from having conversations with people, or just when I'm browsing around the internet, like researching something for clients or researching something, something will pop up and it'll just trigger something in trigger something in in my mind. Um it's but it's you know it's it's that's such a good way to get information out to out to people. And because I I have to have things um broken down very simply for me to be able to learn and understand them I'm not like a big brain box um, I was one of these kids at school that when I was revising for exams I would literally rewrite the whole textbook so it was like it was ridiculous because um, I had to rewrite it in a way 
reword it and put it into different different ways so that I could understand it. So um, a lot of the stuff is just how I've how I've learnt it, and I just think it helps. It takes out all the jargon and all the kind of complication that actually normal normal people on the street don't actually really need need it to be as complicated as some people or you know how the industry has kind of made it I think um but yeah so I'll wake up in the middle of the night with like a post idea in my head so I just have to like I just have to like write it down on a on a piece of paper I've got a dreadful dreadful memory so if something comes into my head my phone is my notebook my notes in my um in my phone is just full of like really annoying one line things that I've written that sometimes I'll think oh yeah I remember what I was gonna I remember that post that I was gonna do and sometimes I'm like I've no idea what what I was actually thinking at that moment in time Mm -hmm. and you you don't feel like you're ever running out of ideas like I always like how do you do it like it's you know I mean, you got what a thousand posts or five hundred, whatever the number is. It's just like, when is the whale gonna dry up? Like to me, <laughs> when is the creative whale gonna dry up? Because I'm like, it's not, it's not something. I don't know. It's so interesting to me because, you know, I just, you know, of course, you have a couple of pictures of yourself. Like you can always take a break and be like, ah, here's yeah, 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 just yeah, just shove a, just shove a face in, shove a face in there. I mean, I hope the whale doesn't. I hope the well doesn't dry up because that would be that would be. I mean, you have times when you're just like, like, I do sometimes think I've got a completely empty head today. I've literally no idea what's gonna. And then I'll maybe go for a a walk or like I'll go and train a client or you know speak to somebody on the phone. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh yeah, something's something's just. So it is. It's it's crazy, really. Yeah. 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 See, that's why I don't like Instagram because you have to have a picture or like a, like you got to make your own like graphic. And I'm like, oh, this is so difficult. Like <laughs> you actually have to think about what you're going to do. Like to me, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Throw this Twitter, Cause Twitter, you can just, you just write. So yeah. It's like, it's like what you it's do with your thoughts. notebook. Your notebook your oh notebook. my God. Maybe I should start tweeting everything that's in my notebook. Yeah, yeah. So you just tweet whatever you're thinking. Oh, you know, blah blah blah, or tweet at people, or like you know, interact or whatever you do. Um, and it's like it's just complete madness on there. But with Instagram, you gotta be, you know, you know, the photos gotta be. It's photos. Like I don't know what to do. You know, (laughs) I don't know what do I, you know, infographics. Like I thought about that, but I'm like, what? Like you actually have to think about what you're gonna post. Take thirty minutes (laughs) out of my day. Like it's crazy to me. Like. And, but which is why I'm like, oh, y'all, y'all are amazing because it's like, uh, I don't know if you use y'all in in the UK, but like, it's no, but I know, I know what it, I know what it means. Yeah, yeah. So I think y'all are amazing when you post, and I'm like, like that's that, like that took a lot of work, at least like well, more than a two seconds or three seconds. <laughs> like, like but the thing is, I think when you're, I think when you're passionate about and you've really got a kind of message that you want to get out to people I think it I think it makes it a little bit easier I think if you if 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 the passion isn't there you wouldn't do it because it's it's not it's it's a time it is a time consuming it is a time consuming thing 
Mm-hmm. So you have to want to, you have to want to do it. And I think, you know, I think if you didn't want to do it, it would probably come across in the, it would probably come across in the infographs and how things, how things look. So I think to a degree, if the passion wasn't there, the infographs would be not as, not as useful. Yeah. 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 Also, I don't know. And then there's also the other aspect of like community, like, 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 I don't know if you've ever, I mean, of course you get connected with people and then you eventually you meet a person and it's like crazy stuff like that. Um, so how has social media kind of changed that? Because I know people probably in the nutrition world, oh my God, it's Sarah. Did you see Sarah's post? It's so awesome. <laughs> I like- oh my God. I, I doubt, I doubt that very much, but it's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. Like I actually, I met up with a, um, a guy yesterday who we'd connected through Instagram and he'd actually helped me um, out with uh, my website not so like about kind of six eight months ago I think we became Instagram Instagram buddies and he was in London yesterday so I went and met him for I went and met him for coffee and he showed me pictures of his daughter and like it was just crazy and like if if social media wasn't there that that would have never happen and I think like I've you know I speak to people on Instagram and hopefully one day you know we might all meet up and it'll just be like you know yeah crazy it'll be crazy times because you do you you make a you know you get to speak to people that I would have never I would have never been able to like before so it's it's crazy I love it yeah like we're speaking now we're thousands of miles away. Do you realize that? Like, I'm like, I know. it's still it's mind. Crazy. It mind blows me. I'm like, oh yeah, we're about two thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, no, it's it's insane. And no, and no other kind of facet would we ever speak. Like, no, no, exactly. There's no way. I mean, like, unless I go to London and I accidentally run into. But like, <laughs> it, it's like in no other world would we ever have this kind of thing where we could talk to people from different countries from different places well i wouldn't even know i wouldn't even i would likely not even know that you existed and i likely would never have known so the people that i've kind of connected with all over the states and stuff i would never have known of their existence if it wasn't for social media i could have gone through a whole life of these people never never coming into my into my life it's madness Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think it's but then it's so strange like meeting someone in person it's like man like this, this doesn't make any sense like your brain's like kind of functioning like but you feel like you know them like yes, you do just, you do know them it's not but it's like it's completely different from just meeting a, a random a random stranger i don't know it's, it's interesting it's really interesting because like i mean i like i don't think we know each i think we know each other but like i don't, I don't it's weird because like and this weird kind of way we're interacting. I mean, of course, this is a podcast. It's a lot different than just messaging people or commenting on people. Yeah, which is, of course. Which is different, but still, you're talking to someone, and it's like, like you know the person, and you look into each other's life. I mean, you go on social media, you can just figure out what person does, who they are, where they're from. Like, it's all these like details you can get. So you just like. Like the basic stuff, like the basic stuff, especially on a first date for anyone um, <laughs> on a first date, you know, the first things are like who you are, what do you do? Like, it's all these kind of like stuff that you, you know, you, you, they want to figure out, um, you know, 
Usually I just Google the person before I I, I, I meet with them. <laughs> like, is this you Sarah Duff? Yes, I do. do yes, I do. Google if, somebody before. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, what if they're a serial killer or like some mad person? Like, oh my god! You know, that's how. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, what if they're an axe murderer? I don't know. What well, it's are. not going to say it on Google. <laughs> it will. It will. You know. What if, you know. I don't know what they've done. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. Well, I so then I would be like on Google, say, say we went on a date or whatever. Like I'd be like Sarah Duff. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I'll be in the bathroom about twenty minutes because I need to explore. <laughs> What, what 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 this person is so you know if i find your instagram the problem is is when it's private i'm like oh this this is suspicious this is, this is suspicious what's going on yeah yeah so then but if you're open i'm like oh, okay now i can figure out what to talk about oh nutrition she likes nutrition like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I could tell her how many calories are in the salad <laughs> you know i'm just scrolling through so how impressive me, yeah 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 do you know how many macros are in there yeah yeah it's 22 <laughs> You know, I, I, I know that. So, like, to me, it's like figuring out a person like that. But with, like, social media, that, that stuff just gets out of the way. Like, you don't need to learn. Like, you know where a person, you know, you know where they're from. You know all these basic things. So, it's just about the conversation rather than anything else. Which yeah, I but then on the, on the flip side of that, it depends on how much, how much somebody puts of themselves mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. And also how much of it is 100% real mm-hmm. because you have to bear in mind that not everything on social media is kind of probably 100% as, as is appears to people because people will generally show everything, the good side of things that are going on, shall we say. So I think I think there's always, I think you always have to kind of, treat it with a slight bit of like well okay yeah but that might there might be more going on behind closed closed doors so I think there's a lot of I always try and kind of you know because I get people messaging me saying oh you know how I really want to look like so and so and this is how they look all year round and all this kind of stuff and I'm like they probably don't that was probably done those pictures were probably from like one photo shoot that they did that they got in condition for six to eight months ago and that's now not how they how they look so I think there is a little bit of not everything on social media can be taken at absolute kind of face value shall we say oh yeah you have to kind of figure out what yeah pictures are very deceiving um so that but yeah it's interesting you know we can kind of look into like a one percent of a person's life or whatever like yeah you have some kind of reference yes exactly you've got more of a reference than we would have done kind of years ago like you you can kind of suss out a little bit about a person but i think until you you know you connect with somebody on a slightly different level like on your date that you're taking them on after you've googled (laughs) but i do suggest you google the person because you know, what I might first... start doing that because look, look, because <laughs> look, look, you got to Google a person before you even meet them because you know, axe murderer or something, serial killer, like these, these are real threats to me. Yeah, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know where you're getting your dates from. 
what if they're complete psychos? Like they're just crazy people. So, you know, you kind of, you want to know that before you go into a date, um, you know, lots of, lots of things go wrong on dates, yeah. but the worst thing that can happen is you're dating an ax murderer. Well, I would say that could be pretty high up there, hundred percent. And and that's I think that's happened in certain places where like, you know, someone dated like some Bonnie and Clyde character, some so someone who's like a, a, a arm robber or something, or like you know, whatever it would be. So to me, it's like, well, I don't know what you do, I don't know who you are. Like we're just going on this random date, you know, trying to figure you out, you know. So I I, I think googling is the best thing you can do for a person. And if you find nothing, if you find nothing and you search for at least 20 minutes, there is something <laughs> wrong. There is something wrong, okay? Um, either they're, they're unbanked or, or not unbanked. What was I saying? I mean, un, <laughs> unchecked or something like that. They, they just don't like social just media. Not got, it's just not yeah. got a social media. Yeah, I'm not a social media person. You know, whatever they say. Or you just, their name's fake. That's also another one. I ran into that one problem. Like their last name was fake. Because yeah, running from her husband, ex-husband, or something. <gasps> oh, that was crazy. Scandalous. Yeah. So um, that stuff, you know, uh, you know, it's like trying to figure that out. Like, oh, like you know, but you can figure out quite a bit. You know, you search someone's LinkedIn, or you search someone, <laughs> try to find them. Because sometimes but you don't. You know. have to. You have to be careful then when you're speaking to the person mm-hmm. that you then don't blurb out a load of information that you've read about them and then they'll be like uh hang on a minute have you been uh, googling me because i think if i was on a day and i found out somebody had been googling me i'd be like um right i don't know how i'd feel about it no i feel i feel, I feel like it's a good thing because now i know okay. you now we can okay. skip the boring stuff Everyone, <laughs> you, you know what the boring stuff is right um, oh, so you're from London? Oh, where where were you born? Blah blah blah. Who are your General parents? You know? Yeah, because then I can be like, oh, I saw a picture of you and your parents together. It's like, like I know everything about you, <laughs> basic stuff. Oh, but, <laughs> yeah, I don't know your personality, but I know all this stuff. You know, I know you're into fitness. So now, now we got a topic to talk about. Like that's the greatest thing you can get. The worst thing you can do in a date is like, just look around. Like, oh, what are we talking about? You know. And then play Q and A. Q and A is the worst thing you can do. Q and A. You know, it's like it's not even a good interview. It's like you're you're just talking to a person. Oh, what's your favorite color? Oh, blue. Oh, you know, continuing like that, it's not going to go well. <laughs> That's why I just say movie and dinner. But you know, everybody has a different perspective. Or go shooting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but but back to you, sir. I, I think your posts are amazing, and I don't know. Next time you ever date someone, just Google their name. I, do you know what? I will. Thank you. Thank you for that tip. I feel like I'm going to leave this podcast with like a new uh-huh. uh, new strategy for my life. So I thank you for that. Um, and you can Google people that you just meet. Like if someone just comes up to you and you're like, oh, I don't know who you are. It's just a friendship or whatever you want to call it. And you're not looking for anyone. And just Google them. Just I will. Yeah. I like yeah. this. I do mm. love Google, so for other stuff, so why not? Why not people? Yes, well, like people are like you can search for information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or nutrition advice. Well, you can also search for people, right? Like, yeah. Like I'm gonna go through this, <laughs> learn who she is. You know, sometimes I forget to do the research about a person. Like this, you know, I'm like oh. oh, and I'm like, oh, this can be special because I don't know who you are. <gasps> like a magical mystery tour. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't go well. The, the, train <laughs> crashes or the, the, the train crashes or whatever you would say in England. So it's always a, you know, it's always just playing. It's like it's crazy. It's, it's just it's a, it's a load of fun. I think I don't know because you know because I looked you up too. Okay, see. Oh, I see. It's all coming out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I googled you. I found you. <laughs> you know, it's just like searching for someone. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that I know stuff about you that probably I haven't said about. You know. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's out there on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And then you just, you know, if someone has a YouTube channel, like I kind of, I can kind of get what they are, you know, who they are. Um, that's always like a fun part um, because it's like video and I know who you are. I know what you're speaking about, blah, blah, blah. So it's interesting. Oh, you see, my YouTube at the minute is just all exercise videos. Mm. So you wouldn't have got to know anything about me on that. Mm. <laughs> Other yeah, than yeah. I like to do exercises. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but like some people do like informative stuff and speak. Mm. You know, I don't know what your voice is going to sound like. Like, it's weird. Like, you know, people kind of make assumptions. Oh, I know what he's going to sound like. I'm like, and then you just, it doesn't come out the same, which I find interesting. But. I don't know how we got on the topic of dating. I think it's uh, <laughs> just Google the person before you even meet Google. them. Yeah, I will. Mm. I like this tip. I, I shall take that forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I just, I just wonder how you keep all these magical ideas in, or in your head, and like, it just does it come spewing out all the time? Like, are you always like fascinated and researching and kind of dissecting everything? Yeah, I, I like. So it's great because you, you, I, I just enjoy kind of researching topics and finding out, you know, because it doesn't matter how long, you know, you've been in the industry or there's always going to be something, you know, new out there to, to learn. So like you're constantly researching and constantly, you know, reading stuff and watching stuff. And um, so, you know, it just keeps the information, the information flowing, really. And I think there's so many, you know, good coaches on Instagram now kind of doing the, doing the kind of infograph, infograph well. So it's really cool to see kind of other people's perspective on, you know, how, how they see things and, you know, it puts a kind of different, different whiz on it that maybe that maybe you'd not thought about so I definitely I definitely think it's I definitely think for for the people out there I think it's Instagram definitely is is a really good platform for people to get good information from and mm-hmm. to try and help them cut through some of the BS that's floating around on the floating around on the internet providing they're following the right people mm-hmm. How do you feel about reposting stuff? I mean, you probably get that a lot where like people like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, her infographic's amazing. I'm going to just, you know, use it on mine. <laughs> like, how do you feel about that kind of stuff? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't. Because the thing is, I, the, the more that the information can get out to people, the better. So mm-hmm. if people want to repost it and share it with whoever's, following them or whatever then you know because I put you know I always put at the bottom please feel free to share because it's about it's about getting out and and helping as many people as possible which is kind of why I've made the decision that I want to try and grow my online coaching 
side of things because I feel like I want to get out there and uh, help more people and obviously going online is going to be is the is the best way to to do that because you can you can reach a far wider people and help far more people than kind of just doing the one-on-one one-on-one people Hmm. people to people coaching really Mm -hmm. and do you I mean what about plagiarism like you know because I see this all the time with those infographics I'm like this looks exactly the same as that and there's plagiarism as in people like stealing the actual full infograph and taking the name off or that's well that's just copying that's not plagiarism but like where someone just changes the colors and does a little like you know uh infographic magic i call it (laughs) infographic infographic magic where they Um, just change colors move things around like maybe like say you put like the foods and what you should eat just moving them around making them look different like how do you feel about that kind of stuff because i always see it and i'm like oh this is interesting i saw sarah's post it looks exactly like this <laughs> i'm like it's always, you know what? And you no know one what? tags you and I'm as long like, as long as the information is good information uh, and it's getting out to to people i mean who cares really like you know it makes really not a lot of difference a difference to me and if somebody is taking inspiration from a post that i did or you know whatever you know fine it, as long as it's good information that's all that's important really mm. Man, you're so nice yeah I <laughs> honestly was trying to get, <laughs> no. i was trying to poke the bear you know and the bear didn't oh, no but, this pair this bear doesn't really get this this bear doesn't really get riled yeah yeah okay yeah i see i see what you mean like as long as it's correct but what happens when yeah. like they get something totally wrong like does that make you like how does that make you feel because i know there's a lot of bad information out there <laughs> i haven't to be honest i haven't uh, maybe it's just the people that i follow mm-hmm. but i haven't i haven't come across oh oh anything <laughs> like too too horrendous that i've seen i mean there's you know usual usual stuff floating around of kind of build a booty by doing 5,000 donkey kicks. That's going to be that kind, that kind of thing drives me, drives me mad because again, I get messages from people saying, well, I've been doing, I've been following this, this plan for however long and things aren't working. And it's kind of like, you know, it promised it was going to give me this, that and the other. And then you look at what they've been following and it's just like, well, no, that's that's never that's never gonna that's never gonna do it. So that kind of thing, I suppose, drives me a little bit a little bit mad. But there's enough information, I think, starting to now counteract a lot of that stuff. Hopefully, so that people realise that some of the stuff is you know is BS basically. And if they if they want these certain attributes on their body, that <clears throat> that's not the training method to use yeah what is your opinion on the i call it the booty phenomenon where like every person on instagram wants to have a booty like yes uh, everyone should have a booty i freaking love booties uh strong glutes strong awesome glutes are the key to life yeah it's it's so interesting to me because like i'm like man i need to post a picture of my butt and i'm like oh i got no butt and then and i see people like just posting all that stuff i'm like this is crazy like this is like uh you know and then i just learned that like those doggy kicks like like what you really need to do is get like one of those 
What are they called? The you need ads? to do hip thrusts. No, hip you need thrusts. to get you need to get a you need to get a barber. Your glutes need weight on them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like resistance, to, some type of resistance, yeah. correct? Yeah, you need to be doing hip thrusts and all this kind of stuff, but loaded hip thrusts, not just body weight will only get you so far. There's a great guy, Brett Contreras. I don't know whether you've Yes, yes, the, the glute, glute guy. The glute guy. Oh my yes. god, he is literally awesome like i've learned so much just from reading his stuff and um watching his his videos and all this kind of stuff so him ben bruno is the other one that like brings it brings it home when it's all about the all about the booty um so if people if people want to build if want to build glutes then those would be two of the guys to pay Mm. attention to a hundred percent yeah, I'm trying to get them, trying to get one of the. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's that's what you need to do. So you need to go and read up on what these guys are saying and just do it. Yeah, I'll probably have you them want- on the podcast sometime. But like, it's so hard because like, the problem with me is like, I want to talk to everybody, not just you. <laughs> I mean, I would talk to you like you're like oh, like I'll talk to you every day. But like, it's like for me, I just want to talk to everybody, and it's it's kind of you know hard because like there's so many people out there, um, like. Yeah, I suppose. But then, you know, you've got, you've got time. You've got the whole of your life. Talk to everyone, you know, over your life. You're only, you're only a youngster, aren't you? How old are you? Oh, how, how old do you think I am? I always have this question. Early 20s. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh, yeah. That's really good. You're really good at that. I am. Oh, what are you, 22, 23? Oh, you charmer. No, I'm, I'm, I've got a big birthday coming up. Oh, it's, oh okay. Okay. Yeah, next month. Yeah, how do you feel about that age? I mean, like, people always kind of... Uh, it's just a number. It's nothing. <laughs> That's how it, I feel. Yeah, it's just literally... I don't feel any differently. Well, I do feel very differently. I, I feel like as I've got older, I've, I've come into my own. Like, I'm a lot more comfortable with myself than I ever was when I was in my, <clears throat> in my 20s. Um, and I wouldn't go back to being in my 20s ever. I really wouldn't. Um, and you know, I think you just, as long as you embrace life, um, and look after yourself and stay active and all that kind of stuff, I, I, I don't really see that the only thing that's ever going to get you down is kind of ill health or, um, you know, becoming unhealthy by not, by not keeping, keeping yourself fit and lifting weights and all that kind of stuff. So, and I don't ever intend on doing that. So I think I'm, I think, I think there's a few years in the old girl yet. (laughs) Uh Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Age is like this. It's also an excuse. Like I'm too young. I'm too old. Yeah, I think people do do use it as an excuse and it's not. It is literally just a number and I really don't understand why people get so obsessed about it. Like, you know, just just embrace and get on with something. It doesn't really doesn't matter what your age is. And I think <clears throat> I think the problem is that when you get up, the older people, so people of like I suppose my mum's age, they were a very different um brought up on a very different mindset. Um, but I mean, my mum, my mum embraces life every day. She lifts weights, she eats well, and she's going to, you know, she's going to charge into her elder years in full spirit, I'd like to say. So I'm going to take after her. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But I also think you should implement something else like mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts. Yeah. 
yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think um, maybe the end of end of this year when I. Yeah, because I don't know. Like, I love weights. Well, I don't love weights. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'll lift maybe two, three times a week, but like, it's very light. I'm not really. I'm not trying to be a power lifter or something like that. But I'm just for me, it's like. I want to build power in my hands. Like I want to be able to hit someone and then, but I don't understand the mechanics. I don't understand the science. So I'm just like, is this working? Like I'm just doing stuff that I see, of course, from you. What you mean when you're, when you mean when you're lifting weights, you, yeah, need, to hire, I, you need to hire a coach then. Oh, I have a coach, but it's just like, oh, I have no problem with me. So I have too many coaches. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, cause like, think about, master. think about like what you need coaches for. I think you need one for, I mean, every aspect pretty much. Like for my martial arts, I have a striking coach. I have a jujitsu coach. I have a, this coach. I have that coach. So it's hard for me to I have a nutrition coach. Um, I have like, you know, I have all these other coaches. I'm like this, I don't know. Like I need someone who can put this stuff together. Like there's very few people that can put everything together. Like a head coach, like a real, real, you know, person that is like kind of, knows weight cutting knows this knows that like knows everything about the game um and i don't know who that is you know i'm searching it's like searching for the love of your life it's it's, it's you tough need the, coach, the coach of your life yes because like you know what if i said oh sarah sarah she might be the one she might be the coach i need so it's like <laughs> to me like it's like oh, well i should try it for a, month, a few months and see how that works and you know, if it doesn't go well, you know, the breakup's always bad. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, Sarah, this isn't working. Um, but it's, then, it's kind of up to the, you know, the coach has a responsibility to look at what you're asking them to do and to mm-hmm. be able to say, no. So if you came to me and you were like, um, I've come to you because I want to do, you know, I want to be coached through weight cutting and all the rest of it, I probably wouldn't take you on as a client because that's not my, it's not my yeah. speciality. So it, you know, you have to, you have to, um, you need to kind of make sure that you're asking the people that you speak to the right questions to make yeah. sure that you don't end up with somebody that's just willing to take your money and not, and not, um, without having the knowledge behind them. Mm, yeah. I'm tra- I've tr- I'm just searching. It's like the searching, like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm DMing, you know, trying to figure this out. Like, talking to or messaging with Lane Norton. Do you know who he is? I love Lane Norton stuff. It's so, amazing. <clears throat> you know, me and him are trying to figure out a, a way because he, he knows weight cutting quite a bit, I think. Yeah. Um, The problem is like, you know, how extreme weight cutting is and like, yeah, you know, all this other stuff. And it's just a lot of stuff that you have to do. Um, I'm talking to, like, I've been, like it's been an ongoing process for like six, seven months of me just like figuring out who who can I trust, who who is the one, who's the yeah. one. And then, well, even know. if Le- even I'm sure even if Len can't take you on, he probably can point you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, he gives he somebody me, that would. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're at. We're like, oh, I don't know how to do this, so probably go over here. But then you know, I look at their prices. I'm like, like that the you know, if you want a real good, just even a good weight cutting person like you're gonna get like a mike dulce which is like he's an expert at weight cutting but he only takes like really specific people like you know, mm. he makes bank which i'm like uh you know i'm i don't know if i can pay you twenty one thousand dollars uh for a six-month camp like that is crazy it's it's just like very expensive um 
So it's, it's like me just doing the weight cut myself, which is exhausting. Nobody likes that. So I'm just oh, taking God. this whole year off. Like, you know, my cheeks are a little more fluffy than they used to be. See? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, nobody. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, so fluffy and like, it just feels weird to me. Like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to get my weight down and then, I don't know. It's, it's such a difficult thing. And, you know, uh, this is me learning. It's hard. It's tough. But yeah, it's like date. It's like going on a date. It's like, oh, are you there one for me? Do you, I'm always curious. Do you have a coach? Because I think coaches always have coaches now. Yes, I do. So I've got the minute I've, I have, um, I've had coaches for fitness, but the minute I've got a business, I've got a business coach. Because mm. that's the, the side that I need um, help with. So um, yeah, but I'm looking at, so at some point this year, I will get a fitness, another fitness coach as well. Because mm-hmm. I'm all about the coaches. I learn, because I'm such a, um, I learn much better when I'm uh, working one-on-one with somebody and I'm getting stuff explained to me or shown to me or whatever, rather than just having to sit and read stuff. So it's important for me to keep myself kind of progressing that I, I learn from as many people as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah. It's learning from everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's rough. It's really not. It it's like, you know, I want to learn everything. Like, do you like like the coaching aspect? Uh, this is the last part, I guess. The coaching aspect. What is it about it that is the, makes you feel so good? Like, I don't know. I find myself coaching people now, and I'm like, why am I coaching this person? Like, I'm not a coach. Like, it just like happens naturally to me. So how how does that make you feel? Like. Are you just happy to help people? Like, has that always been a part of your life? Like, I just want yeah. to Yeah, yeah, completely. So when I was at school, I was always the, the girl who would befriend the kind of anyone, anyone that was being shunned, shall we say, or people didn't want to be friends with, I would always be the one that would try and, try and help. And I've just, I've kind of always just been, been like that. Um, and I just think that everyone everyone in life kind of deserves to be happy and feel their, feel their best. So if I can, if I can do something to help people get to that point, then, then I will. And I, I really enjoy kind of speaking to people and just getting them to realize, you know, how amazing they are as human beings, even though they might not think that they might not think that they are. Um, and, you know, just being able to take what I've learned over the years from life experience um, and kind of, you know, all the stuff that I've learned from all the courses and stuff I've, I've done and be able to share that with people to kind of better their, better their lives. So, Yeah. I do. I love it. Mm-hmm. And what are the goals? Like, is there, do you, do you always, everyone's different. Like, like some people set no goals. Some people just go, you know, set a lot of goals. Like what is kind of your goal or uh, kind of you're aiming towards? So I, I know my what's. So I know that I, you know, what I want to do. So I want to live and work some of my time in the United States and part of my time in London. I know that I want to grow my online coaching business. Um, um, I've got some other stuff that I know I want to do. 
Um, so I kind of then from there, I just kind of start piecing together the steps. Obviously, working with a coach really helps, especially with the business side of it, because I'm not, you know, I'm not naturally amazing at kind of the whole the whole running running of my own business. It's not something that comes uh, incredibly naturally to me. Um, so I just know that I will get there um, and the steps just seem once you once you start working through the first one or two then you can kind of see where you're going to go you're going to go next yeah I always find that interesting um, yeah yeah I think it's a good way of kind of like setting like the hardest thing for me is like what do I want to do because I want to do everything like you know a lot of people say oh you have a passion or I have a passion. I'm like, I have many passions. Like I could be playing the violin or something crazy like that, or I could be um, fighting for a living, or I could, uh, you know, help people for a living. Like it's like, it's like I want to do all these things, but like it's just trying to make all these separate things work. You know, I've seen people do it, but it's it's rare because um, a lot of people have like this one thing that they really love. Like I'm really passionate about fitness, so you can do something with fitness, right? Yeah. Well, being a passion about fitness, but you know, I love movies. I love this. I love that. Like, there's too many things. But then it's, but then it's, it's, it's analyzing. You can, you can do all those things, mm-hmm. but you, you don't necessarily just because you're passionate about something. It, what's going to take you forward in life? And I'm not sure that you know. You need to kind of identify what are you going to make a living from. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going to be a hobby. And then you you can prioritize where they sit because obviously, you know, your hobby probably won't be as important as something because you need to you need to live and you need to eat. So it's it's you know, it's about prioritizing things. I think because if we if we all try if we all tried to make goals about every single tiny bit of of our life, it would be we'd all be in a bit of a tangle. I feel. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do it. So. <laughs> Well, I look forward to seeing. I look forward to seeing how how that all how that yeah, all yeah, yeah. goes. But then I also looking. I like looking at people who do lots of different stuff. Like yeah, definitely. Probably I don't know, like Elon Musk, for example. Do you know who he is? Who Elon Musk? You ever heard of him? No. The rocket ship guy. The the he he makes Tesla's electric cars. I don't know if you have those in England. Electric, yeah, I don't, I'm not very up on my uh, electric car makers. <laughs> but he also made PayPal. He also made a... Uh, oh, I, I use PayPal, so okay, yeah, okay, yeah. More, power to, more power to him. He does spaceships and he does, uh, what else he does? <laughs> He's making an underground tunnel um, in LA where he can go from one side to the other in like milliseconds or seconds, like three or four seconds go, going two, 300 miles an hour. Um, it's called the boring company. It's pretty cool. But yeah, like, like for me, it's like, well, then he also lacks that relationship. So, I mean, he's been divorced six times, but that's not the, the, the main. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's an interesting fella. So like to me, I'm like, how do you balance all these? Like you're doing so many, like six, seven different things, but you kind of, you're doing everything that you love, which I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So like, I think if you if, if you've got that many things that you're that path that you are genuinely that passionate about, then then you would make it. You will make it work. He's obviously got a very a massive capacity bucket. Mm-hmm. 
or yeah. he thinks he's got a massive capacity bus, but obviously, obviously, like you said, he's divorced six times. So like, he's not, he's not capable of running every single thing. Cause I'm presuming he probably never wanted to be divorced six times, but he's not, he's not capable of keeping things, everything running. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the exact number of divorces. I just know. Oh, it's like, right. You're just, you probably exaggerated. Six, I don't know. Three, <laughs> or something. Like it's something around that ballpark. Like I always like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, six, like that just the number popped in my head. But like, you know, he's been married multiple, multiple, multiple times, more than two, I know. So I think three or four, maybe um, something like that. But yeah, to me, it's like, it's interesting. And yeah, like trying to see how that works and all these other people out there like, oh, it's crazy. Huh? And then, you know, I'm just, I'm just in love with everything. I also want, <laughs> like, I'm way too nice of a person. I just want everyone to be happy. Like, I just want to hug everybody and say, it's okay, you know? <laughs> well, that's nice. That's a nice quality. Mm, yeah, but then it gets you in trouble sometimes. Cause... Well, I'm sure it does. But yeah. All right, Sarah. Well, I, I don't want to keep you from your nighting out or date or whatever you're going to do after this. Oh, my God, no. I'm going to eat food, eat food and I've got some work to do with my Saturday night. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so exciting. Yeah. That's no party, no nothing. Like, oh, what, no, no, no. What is your fun time? I always get confused. People have different things they do for fun. Like, what is your hobby? Yes. What's what? What is it besides fitness that you kind of love or like? Um, I mean, my life is pretty much revolves around my whole. You know, I live. I live my life to. Um, I live the lifestyle that I kind of preach to my preach to my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend time with my family um I think as I've got older I've definitely I've I've stopped doing things that I don't want to do if that makes sense so you know I I don't feel obliged to go on I don't know social occasions or or things I've gotten better at saying no to things Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I don't think I think life's too short to do things that you you don't really you don't really enjoy what type of social occasions like it's just like so big parties and all that kind of stuff it's not really my I used to be I used to be as when I was younger into yeah into all that kind of thing but it's really not my it's really not my my bag anymore so I kind of I just spend time with my family my friends um and you know thinking about how I'm going to move forward to my my big my big goals Mm-hmm. Where, where do you want to come in America? I was curious. California, most California likely. or New York? And, oh, New York. And yeah. I see, I'm a city girl. You see. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I've California. Been, you've been to those places. You were flying. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I have. Where in California? Like San Francisco, LA. Um, either or, or um, recently I've been looking at San Jose. San Jose. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said you want to do like half and half. I always get curious, like, you know, people get stuck in the place that they love, like, you know, or been in for a long time. Not love, but like, you know, it's hard for people to leave because they set roots there. They've done this, you know, all that other stuff. Yeah, no, I think I I am um I think the half and half life would be the absolute dream because then you get the you get the best the best of best of both both mm-hmm. worlds. Places will always still be be here. Do you know what I mean? There's a great big world to get out and get 
explored and have new experiences so I think being able to being able to do both would definitely be would definitely be the dream mm. plus it means I could get away from this miserable weather yes when yeah. necessary yes 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 got it I don't know I don't like that kind of weather it's too cold <laughs> we, we had the first snow in like 20 years in Texas oh, wow uh, a couple of weeks or like a week ago I think it was but um, yeah, so I think it's interesting, but yes, yeah, Sarah, I, you're you're a unicorn as well. Or <laughs> call them, or you know, you know, a gem, whatever you want to say. But yeah, it's it's really interesting. You're an interesting person. Oh, thank you. We haven't talked about food, which I is also a, another passion I love. So we'll have to do that next time. Next time to a food complete complete podcast all about food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much.